Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? Dude, I've been great, man. I've been great. Uh, traveling a lot. Uh, not as much as you, but still traveling <laughs> a lot these past couple weekends to start off the month. I uh, went to Michigan after our last podcast, and I went to Dallas for like literally, bro, 36 hours. So all easy, bro. No travel issues. Able to see some uh, close family friends. So no complaints, bro. But I'm excited to hear about Korea, bro, because the shit you guys were posting, I was like, yo, how much is a flight? Can I meet them halfway? <laughs> so, <laughs> so let the people know how that um, how those 10 days away uh, went for you. Nice. And speaking of of Asia, I have some good news for people who want to go there cheaper. I found a, a loophole through a friend. Unfortunately, not till till I was already there. But okay. now I'm like, shit, I could go back twice a year and make this uh, be inexpensive. Like flight-wise um, or? Yeah, flight-wise. So I'll okay. just get into that right now. So there's an airline for, for anyone who's listening called Zip Air. And... I guess they're a new, like, budget-friendly airline, but they're not, like, okay. spirit where it's shitty and uncomfortable. And you're standing, the, um, Yeah, or something like that. My friend Alex was joking, and he said, like, there's probably a lottery system where, like, they pick a random seat to suck the pilot's dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the catch is, it don't, and you, from the U.S., it only flies out of L.A. and San Jose, now that I think about it. So that's... One thing. West Coast based. Yeah, I guess because it's just closer. Sure. Um, but it's three hundred dollars basically economy, or twelve hundred for like uh, first class full recliner seat and everything. It has Wi Fi. I think the only other catch is you have to pay for your meals, but. Other than that, it's yeah. It's but a lot of airlines do that, bro. When I went to yeah. Europe like four years ago, Norwegian airline is charging me for fucking bottled water on an eight-hour flight to Portugal. I'm like, yo, that's fuck ridiculous. You. Yo, I was like, yo, fuck <laughs> you, bro. Like, <laughs> go to the bathroom sink and drink out of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, let me cut you off. Well, no worries. So yeah, uh, if anyone ever makes their way out to the West Coast first, maybe that's a more inexpensive option. Because I mean, Step even. Here. It might be, I don't know, let's say 250 to go from Florida to there. And then, you know, you pay extra 300. You're still saving like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not 550 gets to Seoul, South Korea from Miami. Yeah. So that's for sure. Yeah, it's a good point. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the trip overall was phenomenal. Uh, we didn't do a ton outside. of We didn't do a ton of like touristy things, I guess you could say. We did a lot of like just walking through the city. Um, we went to like a temple on this island that's an hour away flight from Seoul. Okay, um, so you call multiple I, flights while in Korea. Yeah. Nice. Oh, just one out out to that island. Um, right, but you weren't just like isolated to like Seoul. It wasn't like just one spot yep. for 10 days straight. Okay. Yeah. And to my surprise, that flight was like, I don't know, 50 bucks. And the island, I, I thought originally it was going to be just hang out on the beach and that's all there is to do. But surprisingly, there was a ton of stuff that we could have done we obviously didn't get a chance to do it all but like we did atvs they even had like a gun range there um we visited a, a temple like that was probably my favorite like scene that i saw nice. took a ton of pictures of that um and then outside of that obviously the food i think was like the biggest highlight just a ton of affordable Bro, Good the sushi Asian you guys food. were posting i was like <laughs> that's what was crazy is like sushi's obviously like a japanese thing but we couldn't i think we got kind of got sick of eating like grilled meats over and over and over and it kind of like fucks with your stomach too so the sushi was like a clean 
way to just eat uh, we couldn't get enough of salmon we probably ate sushi like four times mm. um so yeah, that was phenomenal uh probably drank a little too much i think we drank pretty much every single day and the reason why we were able to keep going is in korea like you can go to pharmacies and like it's super popular to get these hangover remedies so you okay. just drink drink one of those things before you go out drink again when you're done and you're home and then you wake up just clear as day like no after effects of a headache or nausea or anything like you're just good to go again but when you say drink too much like this is my thing like on vacation what else are you meant to do so like i guess drink too much as in like we felt it weighing on us like yeah we went hard and then like by day four we're like we feel groggy and like like doing activities was starting to feel like a chore mm. and like in our heads were like days left here I gotta yeah, yeah. This shit out. <laughs> right so well, once we got the remedies it started allowing us to like just keep going um gotcha. so that was a a nice little secret that we uh found out through one of sarah's friends um and then beyond that yeah we we went out to some clubs they played a lot of, so how they do it is they kind of have like the bars and stuff for that are foreigner friendly and then they got the the bars and stuff that are pretty much exclusive to um, locals. locals uh we obviously went to like the more foreigner oriented ones they probably play better music or music that we like anyways um but this one spot called brand new we like so much we went there twice they played some like so many bangers a lot of them i had never even heard oh wow like, that, that, current that has artists. to be a dope feeling like you're like shazamming yeah. shit in a foreign country about hip-hop like that's yeah. dope that's what like blew my mind because i was like oh they're probably just gonna play like god's plan 15 times or something yeah but no they knew what they were doing um so yeah overall it was a great experience i think the biggest takeaway was and thing i enjoyed was like the safety and just sense of like respect amongst everyone. Like there wasn't much litter. Uh, people, you know, followed the rules in terms of, you know, on the escalator, everyone on the right, let you pass on the left. Um, and coming from San Francisco, like I, I can't keep my eye off my, my pockets or anything. Whereas there people are leaving their purse on the table for 15 minutes coming back later like untouched right and i think they just have a uh a much better system as far as respecting the country and the people within it i know the u.s is a melting pot so it's always going to be difficult for everyone to, to like their identity to be this country and respect it and everyone in it like, especially think, the major cities that we live in yeah right like, right that's exactly even harder because right? they always right. say about like southern value and midwest like I think like going back to when I grew up in India and like traveling like in East Asia or that part of Asia, like, like customs matter, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like tradition matters. Whereas yeah. like it's hard in the States because like our, which traditions do we apply? Cause yeah. it's fucking every fuck, every race is here. So which one is the right. most important one? So yeah, yeah I, I definitely felt that when I went to Thailand, I thought that I'm like, yeah, everyone's like fully aware. Like let's not cause chaos. <laughs> let's just like <laughs> yeah. go about our life. Right. And unfortunately, the military gets that reputation in Korea because I'm sure people are fighting and getting drunk and, you know, just being crazy. And I don't think in their culture, like that macho 
you know, energy is really a thing. Like people aren't super hyper masculine. Like, let me prove myself. I'm sure there's cases of it, but I don't think it's as extreme as probably in the U.S. Um, sure. So that was kind of eye opening. But yeah, outside of that, I, I fell in love with Korea. Oh, we saw like several friends there. So I went to uh, school with a, a guy who's in my fraternity. He's been living out there ever since. So. We hung out with him. Oh, that's, kind of dude, that's us always around. nice, bro. That's that's dude. That's such a nice feeling, right? Because you feel yeah. like you're you're taking something in with someone who's like, dude. When I came to see you in San Francisco, it's like, bro, this is dude, phenomenal. Let's just whatever you right. want to do, I'll do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm sure you felt the same way. Yeah, yeah. It was it was an amazing thing um, to meet some of my in-laws as well, uh, including my wife's grandmother. Oh, so nice. It was, it was really cool. Like it was a full well-rounded experience we got to party and stuff but also got to do the wholesome fa uh, family dinners and everything and then also got to keep it chill and hang out with friends so yeah. it was a very well-balanced like nine ten days or whatever Dude, that's awesome bro i'm so happy for you guys bro like, yeah the videos Appreciate and that. pictures look phenomenal okay so i'm gonna ask you something and if we have to edit this out please feel free to edit it out <laughs> yeah. but i was thinking about you just because like obviously like your fam bro we're obviously not going to name names, but two weeks ago or a week and a half ago where all these massive fucking layoffs are happening in the tech industry. Mm -hmm. Like, did you see that shit over there? We're just like, bro, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what's like, should I hop on a flight back and figure out what's going on? Because yo, I was nervous for you. I was yeah, like, yeah. nah, I think my boy's good, but I don't, dude, you just see these numbers. Like, it's like, dude, like these are COVID yeah. numbers the way they're fucking right, right. people. So I was like, <laughs> so like, what was going through your thought process as you're seeing all that shit? Because obviously yeah. that's like, a, that's your, literally like, that's your hub, right? That's all yeah. those companies are around you. So. Right. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up and we could definitely keep this in because um, Alex actually showed me the news like while we were eating we were i think we were either about to get on a flight or coming back from the flight for the island okay. or whatever um and he showed me and i was like oh wow like that that's insane and i went to linkedin and i only know i have one friend who from school who works there and he had referred me like two years ago unfortunately things kind of fell through so i never ended up going to facebook or meta now but he his post was like you know um I'm sure you heard the news. Like I was one of the 11,000 that was laid off. And I was like, oh shit, like this is everybody basically getting laid off from all departments. So I, for me and myself, honestly, I wasn't too concerned just because um, I know my department's doing well. Uh, there was never any hint of like this happening. And I think we're on a, different trajectory to where laying off just wouldn't make sense at all um obviously it it's now put me in the mindset of okay nothing's promised i can't i can't just assume next year i'm still gonna be here so sure. I, think I, mean, I think now all, I'm just, i think yeah, anyone yeah. who's like has like aspirations for more mm -hmm. has to be like on the edge not on the edge it's probably the right word like you know what i mean like fully aware like bro like this is not going to be a forever thing so right and for me, I think I was fortunate because I was pissed when I didn't get the Facebook job. I prepared ridiculously for it. But then in hindsight, I'm like, it happened for a reason. And, yeah, I did. Uh, so moving forward, I guess if things I want to work out don't work out, I'm just going to remind myself there's other opportunities that are going to come. Like, yeah, it might suck right now, but whether it's two years, 10 years, like 
something is going to come in place of it. So, yeah, uh, I think it just made me grateful. But uh, it's still happening. Amazon laid off a bunch of people. Twitter, uh, I think LinkedIn did burning, burning yeah. to the ground. <laughs> I don't even. Twitter seems like a joke platform now. I don't even know what's going on with that. Dude, I don't know, man. Like the the story about like the documentary about this whole process is going to be like insane, right? Because I feel like yeah. we're still in the mode just post. Like, remember, like when COVID was happening, we we're like, bro, like when they do a documentary on this, like they're going to like air out so much dirty laundry. I think yeah. we're still in that age where like so much like we still keep living in a wild time that we kind of just go with the flow. But dude, once people start digging into what the fuck is happening in the world, like in this time frame, it's gonna be like, bro, what did we allow it to happen? So yeah, uh, I think Twitter is gonna be a great case study, like in five or maybe like ten years from now. For sure. But yeah, um, yeah, everything was went smoothly. Thank God. Uh, not as jet lagged as I thought I would be. Dude, so how long is that flight? The flight's twelve hours there, and then nine coming back. I think it's due to the the headwinds or something making okay. Uh, take longer when you're going there or if whatever direction it, it goes in but a but, direct flight from san fran yep direct flight. oh that's clutch bro yeah that's that that just makes it like let's get this shit done you know i can take a nap yeah. and wake up and i'm where i need to be so that's dope. yeah oh one thing i forgot to mention is yeah this was kind of like a controversial moment but i don't know if you saw us eating or the the live octopus thing Oh, so I didn't know if it was live. I've always heard about, like, I've seen that before, but I thought it was a thing, like, it's not alive, but the movement just keeps happening yeah, past. Yes. So, yeah, I knew, one of I knew that. I, I okay. mean, I didn't, like, I was aware that, like, I yeah. knew you weren't eating, like, a live animal. Like, it was, right. it's dead, but the body parts just keep moving. Yeah. It. So, yeah. So, you're one of the few people that was, like, educated on the, the dish. <laughs> <laughs> but someone responded, so... My, for those who don't know, my wife's Korean and this dish is popular in Korea. And I knew that when I posted it, I was going to get some comments like, oh, my God, what is that? Or gross or whatever. But yeah. um, someone, I won't name them, said, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And like n- no emojis or anything. So oh, like, really so you, get- took, you, like, you don't even know they're trying to be funny or not. Yeah. But I, I know this person and she's she's has a tendency to be very like blunt rude and blunt and unfiltered but like in an off-putting way mm. um and in any case my, my wife found out about it and obviously was super pissed because she felt like she was coming from a, a privileged uh position and this woman was white um gotcha. and growing up in australia she dealt with a lot of racism and there's always that classic story of the Asian kid bringing like sushi or something to school and kids are like, ew, what is that? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. when it becomes popular in America, then all of a sudden everyone loves it. Everyone's so, down. Everyone's down with kimchi when that shit's right. fire. But like- <laughs> yeah. So things were kind of like uncomfortable with that person who I will have to see at Thanksgiving. But mm. uh, yeah, I thought that was, it was interesting. I didn't expect that to be uh, a big, moment that's interesting dude because yeah. yeah like i don't know i feel like maybe it's just it's not even me having like been on that part of the world it's more so dude from just like watching um dude anthony bourdain my entire life i feel like mm-hmm. i've like i've seen that before so i was like oh yeah. dude like fuck. even if it was a lie who gives a fuck yeah, yeah. like yeah dude, you're in a fucking new country you gotta try everything right so right. 
damn, bro, you got fucking that's that's wild, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. But dude, everyone but, that's they do like maybe. But the thing is, like, maybe we we have the privileged mindset. Yeah, that, that you know we what like, I mean? like maybe we're the ones enough or whatever. Just, yeah, yeah, we're like we're just like yeah, let's just do it. And like I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people the raise. Especially the raising the states, bro, because the states is just so big, like it's almost its own little continent that they think because they travel within America, like they're exposed to shit. It's like, bro, not at all. You know? What yeah. I mean? so, I yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I think it was more so her tone rather than um, her Being thinking it's weird or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like most people are like, oh, what did it taste like? Or um, is it really alive? It just yeah, you like, gotta tell me curious. after offline like the exact comments over because I'm like yeah, super yeah. intrigued. I'll tell you offline, but yeah, <laughs> to dispel all the myths of it being nasty, it tasted delicious. If you know, especially if you know it's not actually alive, it's it makes it way less weird. Uh, so hot, but like that was also part of like you cooked that yourself though, right? Or no? No, we just order it and then in the back room they chop up the tentacles and then they put it on top of. The raw beef, which is healthy to eat that way, tastes and phenomenal. salt and pepper that bitch, and that's it. Yeah, salt and pepper, dip it in sauce, and it tastes amazing. Fire, dude! Like if I'm you like there. calamari, then this is basically the same shit. I love a calamari. Yeah. So yeah, dude, I'm telling you, next time you guys go, we're Gene and I are down, bro. Because I was looking at that, I was like, bro, we are out to Korea. Like yeah. that shit was, yo. I was. We highly definitely want to go back. Bro. Yeah, I was highly impressed, bro. So yeah, I'm excited. That was a a good trip. Um, did you manage? To, obviously, you did. But like, did you have to log in a couple of days and make work like work essentially out there, or you were good? No, they like refused to. They're like, don't work. Like, even if even if you do work, the only way you can count it as a day is if you're like actually working fucking six hours or something. So I was like, no, nah, I'll just take vacation days. Okay, sweet. Yep. So it worked out. It worked yep. out. So now you have no PTO until next year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad too because. Of course, the one week I'm gone, like there's a million requests and shit coming through. So I'm like, thank God, because I would have been actually working. Yeah, it wouldn't be just like, yo, like, yeah, for sure. I, I won't yeah. say anything else. But yeah, you would have been working. Um, but dude, a lot went down while you were away, uh, while we were away. So I'm excited for uh, for this episode so we can just jump into it. Because honestly, man, like we were on the week before or the week leading up to her loss dropping initially, but then they pushed it back because of the engineer um, getting sick. And I guess like the following week when we saw an episode, we're like, yeah, it's going to drop. Dude, be honest. What were your expectations going in to that album or the idea of that album dropping? Like, can you put your, your mind back to like two and a half weeks ago? Yeah. I think for me, honestly, I, I think, was it Jimmy Cooks? Is that the, Jimmy yeah, Cooks or Jimmy Crooks? Cooks, the last Honestly. track off. Yeah, Honestly, Jimmy Cooks. Basically, I expected it to be uh, an album full of songs just like that. Mm. Um, just heavy trap bangers. I wasn't expecting anything brand new from Drake or 21 Savage in terms of like the content or the flow or anything. I, I was just like, it's going to be a bunch of Jimmy Cooks alternatives that are bangers. They're yeah, one of them at least. Yeah, I love Jimmy Cooks. So when I saw that, uh, all the promo and everything. I I assumed this is what it was gonna be like, and sure enough, it, I feel like it it did adhere to that sound and and vibe. So I honestly feel like I got what I expected. Was it what you wanted? Was that what I wanted? Uh, yes, I would say so. Yeah. So for me, dude, I'll, I'll go. I'll be honest. Like I I didn't have low expectations. 
But I'm like, man, this is this nigga Drake is his like third album in 11 months. I'm like, dude, like, I think he's reaching this point where in my mind, I'm like, yeah, he's reaching the point where he doesn't care anymore, bro. The money's stupid. They're talking about yeah. like he's really a billionaire, but because it's Canada, they can't like, they claim it differently or some shit. So like, my bro, this guy's so rich. It's like, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. Bro, this album from the jump, like I was in Michigan and like we got there like when the album dropped by the time we landed, like Thursday midnight, Friday morning. And I was like, man, like they're like, oh, put the album on. It's like a group of five of us, bro. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I'm not trying to like, I need to listen to this shit by myself. Like, I don't want mm -hmm. your opinion. I don't yeah, want to yeah. hear your takes. Like, I need this for myself. And dude, right. from the beginning, that album is just, bro. Like, I, there's a couple of songs I chose to skip. But if you want to say there's 18 tracks of non-skip songs, I would also agree with that take. And just the energy, bro. Like, the energy from this album almost makes made it hard for me to check anything else that came out over the last two weeks. Because, bro, it's it's hype. And it's like, I don't even know... Like, I didn't even... Low-key didn't even know this kind of Drake existed, to be perfectly honest. Because, like, at least with his other projects, remove honestly, never mind. There's always a sense that, like, all right, the next three songs will be just female-oriented him singing. Like, dude, they get these many tracks of him rapping, rapping, and, like, on some, dude, on, like, fuck everybody shit. I was like, yo, I didn't even know he had this in his arsenal. So if we're getting impressed by him, well, at least if I'm getting impressed by him this much, dude, 12 years in, dude, that's a fucking massive win in itself. Yeah. And, but for me, I would actually say I felt the opposite in terms of getting a new Drake. I felt like I got the same Drake, but I, the rappy Drake is what I prefer the most. Okay. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of his, his like R&B oriented songs. So I think that's why for me, at least I like this project a lot more than maybe some of his, his others. I didn't feel like I, I feel like the flow and everything was what we've kind of already been getting but the songs themselves are so good i didn't mind okay uh, similar to your point about you know he's done everything like does he care anymore i feel like for me at least he's reached a point where he he has kind of peaked not to say that he can't make good music anymore i'm sure if he if he continues doing and releasing more stuff i'll still add it to my playlist and enjoy it but peak in terms of if it's not a, a TikTok viral moment, like, is it, is it going to be as big as like, I don't know, a God's plan or maybe hotline bling or something where you just like, he's just pushed himself to some crazy, insane level that. But I mean, with those, I feel like those are like changing the sound of, of hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Or I guess that's I mean, what again, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I, I feel, feel like the, the sound hasn't. He's evolved. not doing anything right now to where everyone's like, all right, we got to copy that shit. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's 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 a fair statement. That's a fair statement for sure. But I think I was just so impressed where like, yo, like I, for me, I don't remember the last Drake body of work that we got 17 songs of him only wanting to rap. You yeah. know what I mean? Because even with, uh, uh, what the fuck is the second? The, the second track, um, the one about numbers. Uh, man, what is it called? Let me put it up right now. Uh, it's gonna be like the most obvious fucking name. Oh, major distribution. <laughs> uh -huh. And he starts off singing, and you're like, all right, here's a you know. Immediately we're gonna go into some R and B. 
And it's just yeah. like, no, nah, it's like the most like evil Drake sounding song in the world. That's an absolute fucking banger. And yeah. it's like, holy shit. So, right. I don't know. For me, bro, this was like, dude, I'm telling you, like, it's hard for me to stop listening to it. And then when I had it, Pete Munger, you get to a little bit later, but when I had it, Pete, like the Nas KD3 album, dude, it was hard for me to listen to that. Cause I'm like, I'm still in this like hype mode, bro. Like, and it's mm-hmm. while this album, like, you know, I want to be on this vibe low key straight through New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever party I'm invited <laughs> to, like, if there's not at least four songs off her loss being played, like, it's yeah. not going to be a good party. So, yeah. It's, yeah. And I, again, I don't really do because I was, I don't know if you thought, dude, I was off certified lover boy in five days. Like, bro, like, some songs did grow on me over time, yeah. but like, it was like a, a no struggle. In the yeah. Yeah. It was a struggle for me to actually get through it. But, and again, honestly, never mind. I'm into house music, so like that. I was always gonna love that shit. But like, it was cool to know I can get a body of work from him and Twenty One sprinkled in throughout it. Like, yo, this is fucking wow to me. Yeah, no, I agree with you on the the Nas versus Drake thing. And I know it's like a controversial and bad, and thing. And not for to compare, bro, because I'm not even right, trying right. to get down that road. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, my ears are so like, bro, we're here. Right. And then Drake and Nas is like, yo, like, what's he saying? Let's take yeah. this all in. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to stop vibing right now. Right. And I think that context is important because it was even, it's hard for me to go from like 21 or whoever talking about putting money on your head. And then Nas is like, you know, denouncing beefs and saying right. like bro, come together brothers and shit like you just feel like it's not a consistent vibe um but to go back a little bit in terms of was it what i wanted i think mostly i forgot to mention though that i feel like drake kind of overpowered uh the project in the sense of it felt more like a drake project than uh 21 it felt like 21 was kind of featured and i think it was different than when he collaborated with future where it felt like a nice a nicer balance maybe it's because 21 savage is a little more soft-spoken and kind of like low-key but i think that was, was the only thing i wish there was more of was like uh more presence from 21 savage yeah so it's almost like it was to you it was like a drake with 21 as opposed to drake and 21 like if we're getting like nitpicking like it was it wasn't that much of a collab album yeah i, I would say so I got you. I got you. Okay, I didn't mind yep. it. Um, for the most part, I, I mean, I, I think it still felt like a Drake album, but 21 did get his own track. Um, and again, just the idea of 21 even being on a body of work with a rapper who's going to be considered a top three rapper of artists of all time when this is all said and done. What do you think this does for 21's overall legacy? I think for his overall legacy, at this point, he's proven that he's a staple within hip hop regardless of the the content of his music i think he's he's proven himself to kind of expand beyond just being that street atlanta rap dude similar to like what young thug and migos have been able to accomplish they're no longer just like the street dudes that drake kind of fucks with and wants to put on like at this point you could argue he's you know as a list or near as is drake obviously not as many you know charting top charting hits and shit but like his name is gonna be up there with with uh some of those guys in the current era like in terms of like legacy 20 years from now i'm not saying he he'll be get just as much love as drake or j cole or anything but like 
within this the early 2020s, I think he's up there as far as like top 10 people that the, the media and industry is going to gravitate towards. Yeah, so I don't even know if the media ever will give him his flowers like that, but I will say, like, even the names you mentioned, the Young Thugs and the Migos and dude, whoever out about the little babies, I think this album just reiterates to me, at least. I think we've been on this wave for a minute with, like, you know, dude, he's been bumping since, like, Issa and fucking those Metro Boomin mixtapes and, dude, his last, mm -hmm. dude, both the, like, the album with, um, with Morgan Freeman on the fucking you know, yeah. on the intro. Like, that shit takes, like, that's levels, bro. That's not, like, just a fucking throwaway album that he's trying to get out on his, like, deal. I think it just takes him to a lyrical level that I think the masses will now be like, oh, shit, this guy's, like, a rapper rapper, not just, yeah. like, a clever, funny, mumble rapper from the South. Like, I feel like this right. will finally just shed a light on, I think, like, things that people in hip-hop have been saying for years... But again, because he's 21 Savage and like, again, maybe the different tattoos in his face and he's not trying to be commercial, right? So like maybe mm -hmm. people aren't peeping, looking for it. But I feel like this just sheds a light on an artist who people in the industry know how fucking talented he is. And I think yeah. it's great that he's finally getting his flowers, doing crazy numbers. Because um, again, I mean, people enjoyed his last stuff. But again, I don't think it was moving hip hop. I feel like this project is, dude, a phenomenal way to end the year. I feel like this is going to be the only body of work we're really talking about for like the next two or three months where, again, I don't really think he's ever dropped a project where people are just stopping and like, bro, did you fucking listen to this? This is crazy. He said this, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So I think it's just more deserving right now. For sure. And, and when I compare to Drake, I, I mean more so the current moment, kind of like when Fetty Wap at a certain point, you could argue like people only cared about him or like the baby at one point, like, People only cared about him like because he was the new guy who was taking over. Sure. Like little baby. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, like 10, 15 years from now, what how people will treat him. Cause I feel like nowadays people are so fickle. And unless you're like a Drake who consistently delivers for like 10, 15 years, I feel like people like it's really easy for people to forget about you because we have so many new rappers every month. Just yeah, coming but up with I feel hits. like 21, I mean, I don't know when, like, uh, Flexing on My Ex and all those songs were coming out, but I feel like he's been around, dude, we think it's about to be 2023 in a month and a half. Um, I feel like he's been around, dude, for a good, what, seven years? I think seven at most. I know uh, that one song, is it M's in my bank account? I, I don't know if that's the name of the song, but... Well, that song is 2017 for sure. Yeah. Uh, but he already had an album. Well, that was his first album, but he had a couple mixtapes before that. Mm -hmm. And like flexing on my ex was definitely before that. So I feel like definitely like 2016, 2017. So this motherfucker's going on like eight, seven years already out. So yeah. Even though I think he's so young, I don't think he's even 30 yet. So dude, kudos he's 21. to him. 21. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what were at all before we move on to anything else besides her loss, what were some things that like surprised you about this body of work? What surprised me? Um, I guess 21's ability to kind of keep up with Drake. I know like a lot of his bars weren't necessarily the most lyrical, but I feel like he thrives in having like catchy punchlines and things that, that he only like someone like him could make land uh, yeah. the way it does. And you don't like, 
I think we kind of set the bar low already in terms of him being this lyrical guy because that's not him. But it's still, but it's kind of though. I feel yeah. like, that, like his legacy is becoming that super lyrical but catchy. Like it's not like hitting you over the head with it. It's just right. like it's gonna come in the flow of this very catchy overall song. Yeah, and I think it complements Drake very well, and it doesn't make you feel like you don't want to hear his verse after Drake's or before right. Drake's. Like it's it's a nice mixture. And I, I guess I wasn't expecting that to necessarily be the case. Okay. I like that. I like that. For me, what stood out the most was well, two things. I'll say one A was I can appreciate that this and again, I, I just mentioned to Blair offline that I think uh Drake just dropped like a video of like the behind the scenes of making the album. This album felt to me like two dudes really in the studio together picking each other's brains and like, all right, you go in the booth, let me hear what you got and let me jump in. And if like one person killed it, someone else is going in. See, all right, let me just change my verse real quick. As yeah. opposed to it's like, I don't know. I know Drake and Future dropped that album because they were on tour, but that didn't feel like a very cohesive album that they've been actually thinking about. It's like, bro, we're on a tour bus. Let's just fucking drop an album to keep promoting the tour kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or like even like I know like Juice World and Future had like a joint album like it didn't sound cohesive it just sounded like yeah let's just send me your verse and I'll send you a verse back like this right. felt very much like dude, two, dude, two dudes in the studio like bro I love working with you let's just fucking get into the studio for three months and do nothing else so mm -hmm. I was most excited because I feel like you feel that right like there's there's certain ad-libs and like perfect back and forths that like yeah, you can have the best engineers in the world and best producers, but you can't recreate something that was never there in the first place. So that, that yeah. was the best. That was really cool to, to hear. Uh, but dude, the second part that was the most standout was the shots, no pun intended, that Drake was putting out. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> yeah, like, just, like, him, like, dissing and, like, going at people or whoever and, like, just not giving a fuck, right? Because sometimes, like... In the past, like he, again, obviously he had the Meek Mill beef and he, he dropped two great songs, blah, blah, blah. But like, dude, that was almost like, that was fucking seven years ago. You know what I mean? And even with mm -hmm. the Kanye shit, he never really said anything. Kind, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't really anything. So for this one to have like the line about Megan Thee Stallion, the line about Jay Prince and the Ops, the, uh, the shit going at Adidas, right? It's just like feeling very much like, bro, I feel so comfortable and you can, yo, cause that line about Megan, Bro, I don't think any other rapper gets away with that. Like, we can joke about it. We can fucking hint at it in interviews. But for the biggest, second biggest artist in the world after Taylor Swift, apparently, to drop a line saying that this girl is lying about getting shot. Bro, and who, and especially who she is, right? Because she's not, again, we may not respect her music, but she's a fucking American star. So mm -hmm. for him to say that shit... Bro, that's a guy saying, bro, I can say whatever the fuck I want and you can't do shit about it. Right. So that part was like shocking, but also he said it in such a clever way that like, yo, how can you not fucking like this? You know? Right. And regardless of who he is, like his reputation could be on the line, just like we've seen with Kanye. But that begs the question, do you think Drake knows something we don't then if he's willing to go this route? Because he knew someone was going to get upset. So... Do you think he know has information on the this this what happened? I uh, think I know that Drake and Tory are super close. Yep. So I think he will just and I'll even I think he just like yo, 
if my man is saying this is what's happened, then I'm out of here. Yes, then that's what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? So, um, but again, he said it in such a clever way. I think even little Yachty jumped in. It's like, no, he's talking about like yeah. girls getting fake butt shots, but right. they still look like a stallion. And we're like, my yeah. guy, I love you to death, but shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no fucking way. Uh, Drake knew what he was doing. But I, I think to Yachty's credit, like he did it in a way where it, it still left it a could little be that. room of yeah, 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 yeah. doubt. Yeah. It could be that. Um, but I do, I also like on the shocking part of all that. I guess people are saying on, again, I can't remember the, the exact track right now, but they're also saying that he had a line for XX Stacion. Have you heard about that? No. Dude, so again, I don't know if I remember the song, but the 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 verse where like the beat drops and like almost stops, he's like, uh, 20, break it half, do a 10 again, do a five, blah, blah, blah. If you would have kept your... Um, Oh, if you would have kept your tongue quiet on that live, you'd be alive again. And like everyone is convinced these are shots for XX Stacion when XX like dissed Drake on a live and said, I'll oh, fuck your mom. I dare you to diss me. I'll end your old ass career, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man, that's a, for me, that's a reach. That's, that's a reach. But we know like so many rappers who, who have talked shit on live and then fucking that's died. That's my point. So, yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that licks that and like Drake is like him saying 10 10 like twice but I'm like bro that's a fucking no that's thing. some like Illuminati like YouTuber shit where they have just picking at things that don't yeah, exist yeah 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 no facts but I'm like bro cause I don't like again Drake went savage mode on this shit but I, I don't think he's like pissing on people's grapes you know what I mean like bro no. that's a on right. a child bro that's right? 20 years like yo I don't think he's doing that so yeah that and was this far, like, after the event, too? Bro, five years after a yeah. fucking 19-year-old's death, you're like, yeah, fuck you, bro. Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he's that guy. <laughs> no, there's no way. Um, but yeah, I just thought the, the the disses and just the the cleverness of it all, right? It wasn't just like, yo, fuck Kanye, he set me up, blah, blah, blah. Like, the whole, like, it just flowed, bro. So, again, kudos to, like, them just being, like, absolutely in their pocket. Um, and I guess the last thing we can jump off before this, what were one or two absolute standout tracks for you that you were just like, man, repeat that shit. Um, on some BS, like absolute fire song, fire verses. I replayed, uh, I forget if Drake has one or two verses, but it, whether or not like towards the end, I think that's his best part when he's like, I'm a gentleman, I'm generous, um, uh, something, something, mm-hmm. uh, they're my nemesis that like that whole song is just i think the epitome of it's like a 21 savage beat with drake on it and i think it's just like a fire combination and then you know i'm a huge travis scott fan so the other track so you like sicko mode part two basically i feel like it had more of like a a soulful sample sound to it but like you know when that beat changed for travis you're like yeah, bro, yeah. you guys you guys need to get creative on this this <laughs> is just like <laughs> but again it's like it's that sometimes the repeated formula for me is like all i need sometimes it can get annoying if i'm just getting the same shit over and over right but, and we only have yeah. literally two travis and drake songs so like right. if you want to keep that story going like in its yep. own little universe like yeah i, I hear you. i'm all for it yeah so those two were like my immediate uh add to playlist tracks nice so i have the two for me and bro i could have it could have been like 10 
Um, but the two for me is Back Outside Boys, Just Drake. And like, dude, that shit is, bro, everything he's spinning is fun. I'm just like, bro, like, how can we go clubbing tonight? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what do I have to do to go out tonight? And then the second one, dude, Circo Loco, the one that he actually has the bars for uh, Megan um, and Kanye on that one. And then, dude, again, I, I love Daft Punk. So the fact yeah. that you can sample that beat and kind of to Jalen's point, a point that we made in the past, like, um, it's sampled, but not just for me, at least, it wasn't like the exact song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there was still enough trap and hip hop elements to, like change the beat up, but you obviously know where that beat's from. Right. I also appreciate that because like, I, yeah, I think I told you online as well. Like I hate staying alive. I'm like, bro, you just copied this song in its exact form and then just put your verse on it. I'm like, dude, I don't. I feel like you're better than that, right? Where, and I know a lot of people are doing that right now, but I'm like, bro, you're better than that fucking trend right now. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated Circle Loco because it felt, it felt unique, different. And also, 21 Savage had a line about my favorite soccer team. Um, I got to see the Gunners win the Premier League. I was like, bro, like, this, is, this is everything I want in three minutes of music. So I was like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. I love all those tracks. Um, and to your point, like, so I was listening to Circle, or the album itself, like, I think the second or third morning I was in Korea, and I was blown away just by how uh, diverse the the different beats and production were. And I think that's one of my favorite Daft Punk, Punk songs, maybe my favorite. And the fact that they were able to do something new with it mm-hmm. uh, was dope. Because I think, uh, I actually feel like a lot of people in hip hop don't, aren't too familiar with Daft Punk either. Which is crazy because um, I feel like they're like the epitome of what hip hop is in the essence. Like they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, at its roots, it's like against mainstream culture is how like that fuck even started. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So I like those like more obscure samples that like most rappers wouldn't think to work with. Yeah, and then dude. So I guess that the last thing before we move on is yo, your little Yachty playing an influential part on like four or five of these tracks. Especially like on Back Outside Boys, like, yo, it's his ad-libs that almost feels like a feature. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's so needed. And like, I always, we always saw pictures of him hanging out with Drake and like everyone swears this gets a genius and stuff. I'm like, I don't hear it. You know what I mean? But like your thoughts on like, oh, fuck, this is like a stamp of approval on Yachty's career that I don't think he ever really fucking had up until this moment. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, like on the surface, it's hard for me to see it just because I do like a... Uh, a handful of Lil Yachty songs, but in general, I feel like it's it's not really meant for me. Um, That's how I feel too, yeah. Because everyone, and, again, I, don't, I think I actually it came out when I was with uh, hanging out with you in San Fran, but like, yo, Poland does nothing for me. Same. To me, it's like just like a funny thing to hear. It's not like sure. I actually want to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this is <laughs> haha, bro. But like, yeah. people love that song. Like, yo, that the video has done crazy numbers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, bro, like, what am I missing? You know? So, yeah, dude, kudos. I, I, I did not think he was getting a fucking Drake co-sign like this. Yeah. Because, bro, for him to produce four tracks on this fucking body is, you know, wild. I think he's just so different that, like, rappers like Drake appreciate him because they would never think of the random stuff that probably mm. flows through Yachty's head. So I'm, I'm sure that gives him extra inspiration because 
he just he's not like a rapper rapper who will think of the same generic lyrical shit he'll like they're not trying to be either right i, I feel like the credit to him is like he's not trying to like fool right. us he's like no i am what you think i am but it's also good kind of yeah and even when i listen to the poland song and, and think it's like funny and like bad singing or whatever you want to call it i still think to myself man i would have never thought of this <clears throat> so maybe drake just taps into that and like tweaks it and makes it like work for him yeah and then also like again you're um you're only as good as you're like the circle you're around right so i'm sure him in the studio with drake in 21 forces him to like yo i'm gonna do my weird shit but like i have to it has to be at a certain level for them to even like consider it yeah 100 percent all right, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I, I could talk on her loss for like another fourteen hours, but uh, we'll move on. <laughs> I'm like, what about this line on this song? Did you like that? Did you hear what I heard? Um, but it's all good. We'll uh, we'll save for a heat of the week or another episode. But um, I guess coming out of the her loss controversy, Twenty One Savage has been on every popular person streaming, Twitch, YouTube, podcast. I guess he was on, uh, dude, Club Room. What's it called? Club Clubhouse. Clubhouse, yeah, and he made yeah. a comment um, that Nas is irrelevant, um, and he just has like super loyal fans, um, and everyone lost their fucking mind. Like people who don't even like listen to modern day hip hop lost their mind as well. And then this is a, this is a um, conversation to Nas was dropping a great body of work last week, King Disease Three, every track produced by Hip Boy. I think you and I both agreed um, texting and we both love the body of work, but it came out when uh, Nas' sales were released that he sold 25,000 copies. And in most people's mind frame, you sell 25,000 copies your first week, you're irrelevant to a certain extent. So I guess your thoughts on the comments and like, do you agree or disagree with that overall perspective? Yeah, I think talking about relevance is a tricky thing because music is so subjective and Nas might be the most relevant person to somebody in let's say the Bronx or Queens but some hood in Atlanta might not give a fuck about anything Nas is doing so mm -hmm. that's one thing but if we're talking on like a broader spectrum like within the industry I would say Nas is still relevant I would much have preferred if 21 Savage like if he was asked the question, just said, I'm more relevant than Nas currently. Because I think when people say relevant, people try to equate relevance to like the legacy and catalog and everything. And we all know Nas's Yo, Nas impact on the culture. Floor, yeah. Like it's not even a question. So, but I think Nas fans hear that and think, oh, your, your music's better than anything Nas has done. And you're like going to be hot just as long and everything and that's when i went and looked back i'm like 21 savage is only i mean five years in hip-hop is a long ass time but in the grand scheme of things compared to nas and jay yeah, nas like, is going literally on 30 summers bro that's right. fucking insane so for me i'm just like 21 savage is more relevant than nas currently like within the mainstream conversation but that doesn't mean anything to me as far as like overall impact and legacy like the baby was the most relevant fucking thing in 2019 and now like apparently he's buy uh, one get one tickets yeah buy one get one tickets and not able to sell out shows and that's not to knock him and you know he did some things that also contributed to it but 
A lot of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. I know people kind of pressed him too here and there, but in any case, it sounds like 21 apologized, which, you know, he should have, or not even necessarily apologized, but addressed clarified. it. Yeah, yeah, clarified it, provided context. Um, but I could see how some people would be disrespected just because Nas's content is vastly different from 21 Savages, and yeah. no one wants to see the negative aspect of you know hip-hop kind of override his conscious message and everything yeah dude that's yeah that's probably why yeah you're right you're right and i think um when you say no one probably especially like the the ogs and the og fan base right like they mm -hmm. like no hip-hop is sacred and he's talking about like you said like educating young men and like making sure beef stops and everyone's cool uh and then 21 but like, yeah he's putting talking about putting fucking money on your head and you're fucking done by the weekend. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think 21 was proven correct though. Like, Nas is irrelevant in the main scheme of today's hip hop, right? And you can still drop a classic body of work, but if only a few, a handful of people even looking for it, right? That means that's just the facts, bro. Like you can be great, like great doesn't mean you sell the most, right? But right. selling the most or selling those numbers matter as far as are you relevant, right? So yeah, like yeah. at this age, I think he's about to be 50 this summer. Um, I don't I don't even think he cares to be relevant. If we're being perfectly honest, like we yeah. haven't heard Nas comment on this, but like if you ask Nas who's more relevant, you were 21 Savage, I think he would give you an honest opinion and say 21 Savage is way more relevant. He just dropped an album with the biggest fucking artist in the world for a reason. Yeah, but I don't think he's even trying to be relevant, dude. I think he's like, I think these last three bodies of work with King Disease, and I sprinkle magic into these last four bodies of work. I think it's just him proving to modern day listeners and even his OG fans that, like, bro, I can still make relevant music. Like, you can listen to it in 2022 and enjoy mm -hmm. it, but. If the if it's not charting on the on the fucking billboards, I don't give a fuck, right? Because right. he's a fucking multimillionaire, right? Yeah. Like he he's won for decades, so mm -hmm. I don't even think he wants to be relevant. I think, dude, if you gave him an opportunity to just like release this to only ten people to listen to, he also would be okay with that. So, right. Like I think we're not even taking like no one's even asking like what would Nas say? I, I think Nas would agree with 21 Savage and like right. have no issues whatsoever with that statement because it's accurate, bro. Like mm -hmm. the masses aren't peeping for this, but you have to right. literally be like, dude, I don't think people even know who Hit Boy is outside of fucking hip hop, bro. Like right. people outside of hip hop know who 21 Savage is, regardless of the Drake song, for mm -hmm. years now, bro. Right. Like his songs are catchy. Like, girls just know this shit, bro. Every girl right. knows a lot. Like, right. <laughs> every girl knows that song. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, yeah, just it's just a fact, bro. Like, if people mm -hmm. can get butthurt and feel bad and go, dude, I'm telling you, my New York City group chat, yo, my mans were ready to fucking ride to Atlanta and kill this <laughs> man. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not getting involved here, but I don't think he's wrong. But I get why people get upset with that statement, but yeah, I, I think Niles would agree. Yeah, he would. And if he doesn't, like, I would beg him to look in the mirror and realize how fucking successful, admired, and appreciated he is by actual people that give a shit about the genre. Like, I'm not talking about the casual 
girl that might listen to a couple of Drake songs and right. then go run over to Taylor Swift. I'm talking about like you and I, like he's solidified, even if we don't think his album is the best album of the year or whatever, like sure. he's one of the goats and he's, we've already commented a million times how him and Hit Boy are like fucking Batman and Robin. Bro, and, different level. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Level. Yeah. It's and just the, the fact vibe. that they're able to create beats that aren't like almost like the circle local, like not an odd, like I don't, I don't even hear a sample in the music. It just feels like original production, mm -hmm. but bringing back like the essence of like the nineties. I'm like, how the fuck right. are you doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah. For three albums straight doing that. Like at mm -hmm. some point you think it would just sound like repetitive and boring. And like every song is almost its own little movie. Like, dude, it's, dude, so well done. But again, yeah. it's like, Dude, like it's like the expensive bottle of wine that we find at a fucking wine bar in Oakland, right? Mm -hmm. There's a probably a fucking $400 bottle that we've never heard of, but we know it's going to taste better, right? Or it does yeah. taste better. Or there's like a $25 bottle of something that everyone drinks. And it's like, yeah, dude, that one's more relevant because it's popular. Yeah. But like, that's the better one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think anyone here thinks that Nas isn't better than 21 Savage rapping. Like, that's clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it was weird to me. I'm like, bro, like, how are you mad about this? Like, it's fucking an accurate statement. Right. And in general, like, we're in such a different era where relevance isn't even like really based on if your music's better. It's who's in, you know, showing their chain on social media and right. dating this girl and, you know, doing this club appearance and altercations and all this other shit that Nas obviously doesn't care about doing. And that unfortunately is going to prevent that's going to prevent academics from giving a shit about posting something or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas when they did the fake Howard Stern thing and all these other things, uh, it just adds to the effect of being spoon fed to, you know, hip hop uh, followers and things like mm -hmm. that. So obviously that's going to make someone, you know, more, more popular, especially with the younger crowd uh, when they're seeing these guys on social media all the time. No, totally, totally, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know what the number is, but I'm sure, I'm sure, twenty one has probably like what five times, six times the followers that Nas has. Like, I think so. And I've seen him in so many interviews recently. I don't even yo, think for this yo, album, just yo, in general. Facts, facts. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, think, like, there was no rollout for K, uh, KD three besides him posting it. Like, that's right. not a rollout. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like a fucking post. It might as well you be at brunch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is what it is, bro. But it was just. Yeah, I, I think 21 could have given more context. I totally agree. But it's also like sometimes I feel like hip hop fans or like hip hop are just so quick to get offended by anything. Like, how dare you even utter this rapper's name? It's like, bro, like, who cares? Like, it's accurate. But yeah. Um, but speaking of hip hop royalty or whatever, I want to do one more topic before we get out of here. I want to look it up because uh, the nominations for album of the year came out. We can focus only on hip hop though, because I want to get your opinion specifically on some of these fucking nominations um, for hip hop album of the year. Best rap performance, best. Where's it at? Dude, how's their only album of the year? I'm looking up. I'm looking up. Oh, here it is. Oh, these are best rap. Oh, yeah, right. best rap album nominees, right? Let's get right. ready for this, bro. So the two that are no-brainers to me, right? They got it right. But it's five overall fucking nominations. So Kendrick Lamar, obviously, like, bro, like, 
even if we're not bumping that shit every day, like yeah. we know how good it is. So you have to nominate, right? Yeah. Push a T, we're almost uh, it's almost dry. No fucking brainer, bro. You have to nominate that. That that yeah. I mean that honestly, that's my winner. Um regardless of whatever else came out this year, I think Pusha T's album is the best album of the year. This is where this shit gets crazy quick. <laughs> so, number three, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, Jack Harlow. Nominated, what? Nominated for Rap You're Album of the Year. kidding me. I swear on everything I love. Nominated for Rap Album of the Year. No. Right? Number four, I Never Liked You, Future. Uh, again, I know Future's Beloved, but in my mind, this song, this album only had like four or five songs that was even worth playing. So that's hard. That's a hard one for me to swallow. And then the one I'm most outraged about on every fucking level, bro. God did DJ Khaled album of the year. No. Your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, these. The, the, all three as a whole are just like super disrespectful for the first two you mentioned. Super um, disrespectful, bro. And that's not to say they don't have bangers. Like I literally have listened to Jack Harlow, the Dua Lipa song probably 50 times nice. and maybe a couple other songs. But in terms of like, when I think of an album, I'm like this body of work is like Correct. super cohesive, contributes to the culture. And even if you're not bumping it in the club every day, it, it means something and tells a story the way hip-hop should and i don't think any of the three albums the harlow future or dj khaled fit that criteria at all sorry yeah, my, the way they should to be the listed. way they should right okay. yeah. and this is why again um, if you're looking for like why drake isn't involved or whoever drake you know didn't didn't allow his album to be part of this um but the, dude if i can see like if his reason is he doesn't appreciate their criteria Dude, I agree with it whole, like, wholeheartedly, bro. Because this dude, this is wild. Like, okay, whatever the Jack Harlow one, like, and we didn't like it. I think the masses showed they didn't fuck with it. Um, but whatever, I'll give that one a pass. The future one, bro, whatever, man. Maybe we're missing something because that's just not, again, we love future, but we don't love him like that. Like, maybe mm -hmm. certain parts of it, that's fine. Bro, the DJ Khaled is a compilation album that might as well be like a fucking random soundtrack to some fucking random movie, bro. Like, there's <laughs> nothing cohesive about that. Yeah. So, like, dude, like, this shit would, like, I would lose my mind. I know it won't happen, but if this motherfucker, like, walks up on stage with and gets a Grammy for this album, bro, that's insane. Oh. <laughs> like, if bro. Jack Harlow does, I think he'll no, no, do no, the bro, Mac Miller he, thing and yeah. text Kendrick. Bro. That's, I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah. not Mac Miller, Macklemore. Yeah, you know, if Jack Harlow wins the album of the year, like, no, people are fucking, dude, pitchforking the Grammys. Everyone <laughs> is fucking never submitting their album for consideration again. But, dude, my thing is, like, how can you even give DJ... Dude, no one listened to Cal's album was like, bro, this is the best body of work this year. Yeah. Bro, it's 17 fucking anthems that he's trying to create that, bro, we're being honest, besides, I love the uh, Quavo and um, Takeoff song, and I love God did... Uh, yeah, God did the song uh, with Jay-Z um, and Lil Wayne. That's it, bro. No one's talking about any other track on that fucking album. So yeah. for you to even disrespect hip-hop by saying this is a, one of the... Dude, does it have Denzel Curry, bro? It doesn't have Freddie Gibbs. It doesn't have... Dude, all these other albums that we were like, bro, this was a staple in hip-hop this year. 
that made people lose their minds over. Like you're just also disrespecting the listener. But yo, I like I we know what we're hearing, bro. Like, how are mm. we hearing something and you think that this other thing is even in this category? Is yeah. wild to me. Personally, I think Kendrick's gonna win. I know he's had a pretty good run with being doing like late night show appearances. Uh he's been releasing videos. I think I Kendrick like, is just more beloved by America as a whole than yeah. years. Like he's just a He's a, a safe choice, but I think a deserving choice. And I feel like if he wins, there won't be a, a single fucking complaint about no. the Grammys not no. picking the right person. No, absolutely not. I agree with that. But I personally, I will bump, I bump It's Almost Dry more than I bump Kendrick Lamar's album, though. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, for me, though, like, kind of like with Nas, like, Dude, yeah. Kendrick Lamar. That's why I wish I saw the like. I, I wish I saw them perform it live because I heard it's mm-hmm. more like a live experience that you really need to appreciate it. Yeah, but bro, like it's such a hard listen. Like not in a negative. It's not like yo, this is trash. No, at all. It's it's such yeah. good work, but it's almost like you watching like a very depressing movie that's four hours long. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'm gonna watch it once and be I'm a phenomenal work, but yeah, I can't I can't watch that shit every night. Like yeah, I'm gonna lose my right. mind. That's how I feel with Kendrick shit. It's like, bro, it's so good, but it's so heavy, bro. And it's just like, bro, like I, at some point I want to be able to just like, you know, who's getting killed, bro? Like, where, where, yeah. where's the tracks in the back? Like, I want that. Right. That's why I've been listening to Rich Spirit more recently because I feel like that's kind Yo, of. Yeah, like, I heard he uh, dropped the. I heard he dropped the video for that. Yeah, uh, when, yeah, it's pretty dope. I mean, it it's pretty nice. minimal, like not a ton going on, but you know how he is. He's super artistic. Yeah, but Rich Spirit is like one of the few songs that is like, yo, run it back, run it back, run it mm-hmm. back. But yeah, that's like towards the middle part of the second album so it's just like yo it mm-hmm. takes forever to get there right right that's fair yeah but yeah i, I wanted to get i see your reaction because bro like that that jack harlow shit i was like bro get the fuck out like jack i feel like jack should have been like bro remove me from consideration <laughs> <laughs> like, like i don't i don't deserve this right that's that's amazing for jack i don't want to sound salty um sure yeah to say but i do think artist like yeah but I think it was kind of like, I don't want to say sympathy pick, but I feel like they couldn't ignore how big he became in the industry so quickly that they were like, okay, like this kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Because he's such a big name, but I, there's other categories for that, right? Like best new artists and shit. Or just say, dude, like to your point, like Dua Lipa was a popular song. So just not yeah. only him for best like rap performance or rap right. song. Like that yeah. you can do that and not go overboard, right? Because my thing right. with this is like, it's going to give more people like, yeah, people will, once Kendrick wins, which I think he will win, are going to be like, yep, the right person won, let's move on. But dude, also some, I think hip hop people are like, bro, we can't even take you seriously because who, like, who do you have in that office that's like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Like, and do they listen to hip hop? Like, and again, right. I know this has been a controversy going back to fucking like the Will Smith days, bro. So like, at this point, we're, it doesn't even fucking matter what we say right now. But yeah. it just gives people more and more doubt. And the fact that more rappers are saying, nah, 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 fuck it. Don't even consider my album. Like, that's, a, a, I think it's going to keep leading in that direction if we keep getting shit like this. Because, like, bro, there was mm-hmm. tons of albums, bro. I know, like, 2022 was light. But, bro, Denzel Curry's album is close to flawless, bro. So... Maybe not and Vince Staples to too. That was 2022. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like that should have been numb. Like, yo, what are we right. doing? Side of the thing. So yeah. yeah. But it is what it is. I get I think you're right though. Kendrick will win. He's a he's a people's champ. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Um 
But yeah, maybe Pusha T just talks about too much like cocaine dealing. Yeah, like, I think like, that would be the main complaint from hip hop if you want is like, really, we're putting a drug dealer or like giving awards to drug dealers or some shit. Someone will complain about that. Yo, but it's good though. Bro. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let's get uh, let's get out of here on Heat of the Week though. Um, episode one twenty four. Um, could be a Drake song. Could be whatever. What what's uh, one song when you were away that you were like, bro, this this is the banger oh, yeah. for me. So my toxic trait is as much as I love Nas, I always tend to gravitate towards the more commercial song on the album. The last album that was YKTV, YKTV. Right. Okay. This album, uh, my heat of the week just so happens to be on King's disease three, which is till my last breath, which is a bonus track. Bro. I, okay. Before I don't want to chime in, but dude, this is my beef. Right, I was like, because again, I, I also coming off like the mindset of listening to her loss too many times. Uh huh. But going through this album, I was like, bro, how is my favorite song your last song? Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how did you not have three more of these, bro? So yeah. yeah go, go, go on. I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I had similar thoughts too. Um, I thought there was like a couple bangers along the way, but this was obviously like you could play this shit at the club and I'm going crazy. And it was all the way at the end. Um, I don't know if you put it as a bonus track, so we, the people who are, who are saying it's too commercial wouldn't complain. Okay. Or the people who wanted a banger wouldn't complain, so he's like, fuck it, I'll throw this on. Either way, it kind of reminded me of the vibe from Most High by Tory Lanez with the mm -hmm. horns. I can see that. Uh, feels very, like, New York clubby. Um, and I just feel like he executed it very well. And I, I wish more conscious rappers would make songs like this because even though it was commercial it wasn't like some corny pop bottles in the club track like right. it just was more fun and less serious i guess you could say in terms of the subject matter but sure. i love that song it was uh, so good i'm telling you dude, when i finished the album i was like bro all oh, that because like I, i'm not looking at my phone the whole time but when the song finished i the first track is so obvious so like when it went back from like to track one, I'm like, whoa, uh -huh. the album's over, and that was my favorite song. Like, how the fuck yeah. did that happen? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, great, great choice already added to the playlist. Um, dude, for me, has to be off her loss. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Circo Loco, bro. It's just it's just too good. Like, it's everything I want. It has the house influence, which I love, mm -hmm. but it's also two rappers just fucking going in and writing a beat better than most bro so yeah and that song is a song you can play 50 times in a row because i did it in michigan and bro no one gets tired of that shit like bro yeah. keep it going you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like my boy's wife literally texted me like yo because he had friends over again the phone uh, like yo what was playing? that song you kept playing and i was like yo, <laughs> like yo like yeah it's so good so yeah circle loco i mean that should be nominated for a grammy even though it doesn't mm -hmm. qualify like nominate yeah. that shit because uh, i'm mad at it i'm glad you appreciate the the daft punk uh, sample because I feel like oh, a lot bro. of people are hating on it, dude. There's gonna be a lot of Daft Punk at the wedding, trust me. So nice, we're all I'm all about it, dude. But, um, dude, great episode. I know we had the technical difficulties, but um, it was like an hour and a half long, hour and 20 minutes. So, hope yep. you guys enjoyed that. Um, we'll be back, yeah. I think we actually might take a break for Thanksgiving, so we might be back in yeah. December. Um, but we're actively trying to get at least one, if not uh, two interviews before the year is up. So We'll yep. make that work. So obviously everyone have a, a happy Thanksgiving. Um, but we'll let people know where to, to find us and what we got going on. Yes, sir. Check us out at www.com.
audio-theory.com. Uh, we got the Spotify and Apple Music playlists on there. New episode every week on all platforms as well, as well as merch. Um, we may or may not update it before the holidays, depending on if we can get new products out. But in any case, you can find some cool hoodies and T-shirts on there. So be sure to, to stop by and uh, share with your friends and family. Absolutely, dude. Share, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, and we're on TikTok, man. TikTok's going crazy right now. Yep. So one, I yeah, think that one video there. is at like 124, 124K. Dude, yep. crazy. Uh, so we appreciate all that love. So yeah, we'll see you uh, after Thanksgiving. Love to everybody, bro. Love you too. Yes, and, uh, love you too. We'll talk soon. Peace. Peace.